If you're struggling to get the types of business results that your heart's guiding you towards, have you ever thought about why that is? Have you ever thought about why, since you have all of the capabilities, all the resources at your disposal for your success, why you continue to go down the spiral of getting the same results time and time and time again? And many people will try to use mindset, they'll try to reframe, they'll try to change their behavior, but they consistently find they get the same results because what they're not aware of is they're being rewarded unconsciously because of their self-sabotage. By sabotaging their success, they're unconsciously being rewarded for it. So I believe that none of these patterns will change until we start to highlight those deeper, deeper patterns. And so we start to be aware of what's actually going on. So what you're about to watch is a live coaching example. I actually ran a training for my community, The Serving Circle, all around self-sabotage. So what you're gonna learn are the two main questions to ask yourself to sort of gain more enlightenment here on this topic of self-sabotage. You're gonna learn the real reasons why we actually self-sabotage our success despite having all the resources and capabilities at our disposal. And you're gonna learn the six steps of how to really start to shift it so you can achieve what you're after and start succeeding with more flow, with more effortlessness, and with more alignment. So let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the Awaken Your Business podcast. My name's Tyson Sharp, and if it's also your mission to heighten consciousness, yes, you are a light worker. And it's in this podcast where you execute that heart's mission by integrating your spiritual and business growth. This is what I call stepping into the role of the heart-centered CEO. This is the version of you who knows the numbers, you know how to grow an audience, you know how to create more impact and more income, but every business strategy is done through the filter of love, compassion, consciousness, and contribution. So when you're ready, take a deep breath, and I'll see you on the inside. All right, but I first of all want to welcome you guys here. If you're, if you're here and you're listening, you're here paying attention, typing in the chat, all those different things, then you know the benefits. You truly know the benefits of tuning in to the particular patterns that you have, right? If we have some patterns, if we have a, a goal, if we have a, our hearts calling us towards a new level of success, whether it be a different level of reach, a different level of clients, right? A different level of impact, then that's truly what's in your expansion. I truly believe it's in your expansion. It's in your benefit to experience all that you want to experience and to achieve everything that you want to achieve. And then something happens within our brain. Something happens within our patterns where we sabotage our success. Now, when you sabotage your success, that might mean not putting yourself out there as much, not putting yourself out there at the level you know you could, not being as vulnerable or open at the level you know you could, right? Not getting as on doing your marketing or as many sales calls as you know you could. So right now, I want to, I want to ask you the question of what is it that you really truly do want? What is it that you, your heart's calling you to? What is it that your business is calling you to in the next six, 12 months or so? What type of reach would you like to have? What type of client base would you like to have? Who would you like to be? having as clients, what type of impact, what type of income would you like to be earning? And really have that in your mind. If you want to write that down, you can feel free to write it down, but you can also just have that in your mind, have that in your awareness and then ask yourself the questions. If at some level, you know, you're sabotaging your performance or sabotaging how you feel, right? Sabotaging the amount of clients you really take on board. Some people might be in terms of their behaviors. So they might be in their, in their behavior, in their actions. They're not necessarily putting their best foot forward and they're not necessarily scheduling the time to do what's most important. Or maybe, maybe it's in how you feel. Sometimes people hold on to patterns that are very low vibration, very unresourceful, right? Whether it be despair or shame or guilt or doubt or stress, and these can be patterns that we can consistently go to for a particular reason. So in terms of, in terms of your own awareness, this is really big. 
understanding what are your goals right now? What is it that your heart's calling you towards? And then what are some of the patterns, internal or external, that you might be implementing that's sabotaging those, those results, that's stopping you from achieving what you want to achieve? Because intuitively, deep down, I'm sure you can see that everything that you need to achieve that result is already in you. You have the most amount of resourcefulness in you. You have the, the depths of love, passion, of drive, of compassion, of creativity, of playfulness, all the love that you need is already in you. So the question is, if you have everything inside you that's capable of achieving what you want to achieve, you have all the capabilities and all the capacity to achieve what you want to achieve, then why don't we? Why the hell don't we? That's the question, hey? Why wouldn't I want to have that success? Why wouldn't I want to put myself out there? Why wouldn't I want to uh, do, my, do my marketing, build this group, build this channel, collaborate with this person, receive this amount of money, open up myself to this, this clientele? Why wouldn't I do that if it's what my heart's calling me to? Well, here's the question. Well, here's the answer that I found in working with all the courses that I've learned from, all the, all, the, all the programs I've taken, all the coaches I've learned from. I started with going through Tony Robbins, then got into a lot of spirituality, then did a lot of NLP, then did all this stuff, then obviously personally coached hundreds of people. You start noticing some patterns. You start noticing patterns. And that is that if someone isn't achieving at the level they know they can, they are being rewarded for it. I want you to take that in. You're being rewarded for it at some level, consciously or unconsciously, you're being rewarded for not succeeding at the level that you know you can. So let me ask you this. First of all, I'll invite you to take a breath because this takes some in-depth, in-depth feeling, in-depth thinking. Take a breath right now. I just want you to just be completely honest with yourself. Dive in deep. Ask yourself some resourceful questions in terms of why this might be. But let me ask you, if you are to succeed at the level that you, your heart's calling you to, welcoming in higher levels of income, welcoming in levels of income that might be effortless. Welcoming in higher level clients, welcoming a bigger audience, welcoming more influence. If you're welcoming in high level income, high level clients, high level influence in your reach, more people listening to you. Ask yourself, what might you feel? What might be some, some feelings that would come up? What might be some emotions? What might be some internal conflicts in terms of if it was to be easy, if it was to be effortless, if it was to be fun, that might challenge the way you, your, that might challenge your beliefs. It might challenge your beliefs in terms of this needs to be hard. It needs to be a struggle. It needs to take a long time. Or if you were to receive a level of income that's beyond your comfort zone, you might say, how am I going to keep this? How do I use this more effectively? If you welcome in a higher level of clientele, you might have this belief like I need to, I need to over deliver. I need to deliver it in a way that I don't know how to yet. So ask yourself if you are to succeed, what fears might that bring up? What fears might it bring up?
Now take a breath as well. Take another breath. And ask yourself, if you were to fail, what would you feel? If you were to fail, what would you feel? Would it be the embarrassment, the shame, the guilt, the regret, the stress? What might that be for you? If you were to fail, if you were to go out there, get outside your comfort zone and fail. What comes up? What comes up for you? Be aware of it. Feel free to write it down. Or just have it in your conscious awareness. Now, these are two questions that can really, you can dive in deep all day, every day, and you get some deeper insights and a different level of awareness. But it gives us some, it gives us some intel for that first question of how are you being rewarded? How are you being rewarded by not succeeding at the level you know you can? All right. What I've learned is that whatever patterns we have, so you might sabotage your, you might make one mistake. That's fine. You might make a mistake, uh, but that's not necessarily self-sabotage. What I describe self-sabotage is, is a consistent pattern, right? A consistent pattern. If you're consistently staying inside your comfort zone and not getting out there, if you're consistently feeling stressed, worried, you know, doubting, if it's a consistent pattern that comes up, that's what I describe as self-sabotage. Now, if it's a pattern, if it's a consistent pattern, it's happening for a reason. Every pattern happens for a reason. Another way of describing that is every pattern serves you consciously or unconsciously. Now, self-sabotage is a pattern. If it's a pattern, it's serving you at some level. One way of uh, understanding this is by staying in a comfort zone, by not succeeding and staying with what's familiar, can you think of how you would be rewarded for that? Can you think of how your brain might go to that option instead of the option of getting outside your comfort zone? Right. I go over this many times. It was a life lesson for me when I started studying psychology, coaching under Tony Robbins and NLP and started getting into a lot of spirituality as well, is that we have one primary fear as a child, one primary fear. And that is that if I'm not loved, I won't survive. If I'm not loved, I won't survive. So as children, unconsciously, we develop patterns. We develop strategies of who we need to be and what our life needs to look like for us to feel enough so that we can survive. What are those primary patterns, especially here in the Western world, some of those patterns are I need to achieve. As long as I can walk, and take these few steps, I get some praise. Therefore, I can, get, I can feel like I'm enough. I get the love and support that means my survival. That walk turns into finger painting, which turns into winning this running race, which turns into getting grades at school, which turns into getting to an, into a good university, getting a good job, having a high prestigious uh, role, right? And then all of a sudden you're 60 years old and realizing that you're still not happy because you've, you've been operating unconsciously from a place of fear that says, I need to achieve this. And if I don't, I won't survive. If I don't achieve this, I won't feel enough. Right. Other people have the pattern. As long as I can, be as long as I can control, as long as I can stay in what's familiar, as long as I can stay safe, as long as I can be in comfort, then I'm not vulnerable to fail. 
because if I fail, I'll feel like I'm not enough and I can't survive. That's why whenever you have a, whenever you have an obstacle between you and success, literally kicks in the fight flight response. You got to think that makes no sense. Makes no sense. But to the unconscious mind, it does. Because if you're here and your success is there and all of a sudden there's an obstacle, if you feel like you need to succeed to feel enough so that you're worthy of love, when there's the obstacle, you're literally saying, if I don't achieve that, I will die. That's what your unconscious mind says. So your fight flight response kicks in and, and that's when you start to feel all this stress, this worry, like I have to achieve that. Now, can you see the inner conflict? Can you see the inner conflict here? I need to succeed at that while also not failing. I need to succeed and achieve this big thing that my heart's calling me towards in terms of clients and income and reach and impact. I need to achieve that to feel enough. But I also need to achieve it without looking silly, without failing, without looking embarrassed, right? Without making mistakes. Cause then I also won't feel enough. Can we all sense at some level, this internal conflict within ourselves? So if you're, if you're succeeding, so I should say this, if you're staying inside a comfort zone, if you're self-sabotaging your success and you're staying inside a comfort zone and you're staying with what's familiar, what's comfortable. That means that not only you're not succeeding, but you'll, you'll come up with excuses as to why you're not succeeding. So the ego can say, it's not that I'm not good enough. It's just that I need to overcome this thing first. It's just that this person did this thing to me, or it's just life has dealt me this hand that says, I can't succeed at this level because the ego can't, the ego can't live with the fact that I'm not good enough. So it'll say, it's not that I'm not good enough. It's just that this excuse. So being aware of that excuse is really important. So what reasons do you have as to why you're not succeeding at the level that you know you can or that your heart's calling you to? Is it because of the economy? Is it because of your president? Is it because of this, is it because of, uh, you know, internet and social media and the algorithms is it because of this person who, you know, who's sabotaging you or it's because of this relationship It's because of your health, whatever it may be. Really understanding that. Now what happens when you start realizing, oh my God, this is an, this is an, uh, this is an excuse. This is a pattern that says, as long as I hold on to this, as long as I hold on to this reason, I'll be safe. This is why I believe the biggest addiction in the world, especially in the Western world, it's not food or alcohol or drugs, it's problems. The biggest addiction we have is problems. We hold on to our problems. Because if we didn't have this problem, we would have no excuse. But to get outside our comfort zone, put ourselves on the line and face our deepest fear. And face our deepest fear. Really put ourselves on the line where it's like, I'm either going to succeed or not. And if I don't, I'm going to feel like I'm not enough. And whenever you're given that, whenever you're left with your mind for that, it'll always choose safety. Your mind will always choose safety. So can you start to see why we would hold on to problems? Unconsciously, our mind would. Our mind holds on to problems. Our mind holds on to problems, challenges, excuses that are very low level. Because at some level, if we didn't have that problem, 
if we didn't have that little excuse, we would need, we, it would, it'll force us. We'd have no choice but to go outside our comfort zone, get out there in a bigger way, to put our life, to put our, our business on the line, to grow, to, to be more vulnerable, to be more open, to be more honest. This type of problem is what we call a safe problem. A problem that you hold on to that's keeping you in safety. Keeping you in what's comfortable, keeping you in what's familiar. So some people say, I can't go out there and launch in this way until I get my website done. And then they're working on their website for three years, working on a logo for four years. Right? Do we know some people like this? who are doing very, very, uh, very menial tasks that don't matter a whole lot, but they have this, they have the reason like I'm working on this because once this is done, then I'll go do that thing. Can we catch ourselves in this? You know what the brain's doing now? The ego is saying, yeah, once I do this, then I'll go work on this. It's not that I'm not good enough. It's not that I'm not good enough. And, and it's, it's not that I'm not worthy enough. I'm worthy of all that. It's just that I need to hold on to this problem. I need to hold on to this little task here. That's why people are working on their websites for three years and not getting the website actually out there. Right? Can we notice this in ourselves? Can we notice this in ourselves? Can we truly be honest with ourselves? And say, what, what safe problems do I have? Another way I see this is in relationships. Sometimes in relationships, there's something that needs to be said. Or there's a, there's not only something that needs to be said, but there's like an openness and vulnerability and honesty that, that is needing to be shared. But the person says, hey, I can't be that open and I can't have that conversation right now until I do this thing. Until I sort out my, my health, until I sort out this, this internet, until I sort out this problem, whatever it is, I can't go out and, and, uh, and put myself on the line in this relationship. One thing that we can describe this as that relationship or that business or that whatever, whatever, whatever challenge is putting you on the line is what we call a growth problem or a quality problem. It is a problem or a challenge that forces you to expand outside yourself. That forces you to grow, forces you to develop deeper levels of compassion or love or courage or trust a different level of resourcefulness is to come up within you. But it also puts you on the line of facing your deepest fear. You wouldn't grow otherwise, right? You wouldn't grow otherwise. If, you're, if, you, if you weren't put on the line and say, I'm, I'm doing this so that I can grow, so that because it's outside your comfort zone, right? You wouldn't grow anyway. So the brain wants to stay in what's familiar, what's comfortable by holding on to problems. What are those problems for you? What are those reasons, those excuses? And really understanding that's a safe problem. And if you, uh, if you have a safe problem in your life, the majority of the time is you're holding on to that safe problem because you're avoiding a quality problem. Holding onto a safe problem to avoid a quality problem, to avoid a growth problem, a problem that allows you to, that's forcing you to face your deepest fear. But that's where all the growth is. That's where your success is, right? That's where your success is, is on the other side of that. So I see a lot of head nods. So feel free to type in the chat. Um, what might be coming up for you, if this is resonating, if you have any questions about this, um, what I'd love to do is I'll share a slide with you, which is from the course that you all have access to. Um, this is an acronym of spirit of how we work through this. Cause you're probably thinking cool Tice, 
this is how the brain works. And now I've caught myself in all of these patterns. Now what do I do? Right. I've, I came up with the acronym of spirit so that we can work through step-by-step step how to recognize it, how to shift it, and then what to do after that, how to actually take your leaps and actually, actually uh, put yourself on the line and to, and to grow. So I'll share my screen. This is a slide that's from the course. Once again, if you don't have the link, uh, this is the course that I'm giving to all of the Serving Circle members for free as complimentary. Um, so that you can, you can create these shifts in your life. So you guys can see this, I'm assuming. Great. So this is the acronym of SPIRIT. Right, so snapshot, process, initial positive intent, your reason, invite resourcefulness and take your leaps. Let me walk you through this. Taking a snapshot is really about understanding your patterns. Really about understanding your patterns. Actually, we can go through this. to get a, a snapshot of what your life is like, what are your patterns right now? Because your patterns are only controlling you when they're unconscious. Your patterns only control you when they're unconscious. Once you have, uh, once you have awareness, pattern no longer controls you. So getting really aware of your patterns, really aware of your patterns. One of the questions we asked throughout the course uh, is to get patterns on what sides of you are overdeveloped. Is it overdeveloped the side of you that's the side of you that's safe, right? Or is it overdeveloped the side of you that um, is stressed or whatever it may be? So what results are you currently getting? How do you feel most often? What are you doing that's not in your highest good, right? And understanding what are, what are my goals? What would I like this to be? What would I like to feel? Really gaining awareness, getting clear on what it is you want, clear on what it is your patterns are right now, the current results you're getting gives you a good understanding of like, okay, this is the snapshot of my life right now. So once you understand the snapshot, we go on to process. This is about processing uncomfortable emotion. Because when you get outside your comfort zone, there are some emotions that you're avoiding. What you're actually avoiding when you get outside your comfort zone, put your business on the line, get out there in a bigger way, get vulnerable in a relationship, take your health to a new level. If you're not doing that, what you're actually avoiding is an emotion. What you're actually avoiding is an emotion. What you're actually avoiding is a side of you, a side of you that you're not willing to see, that you're not willing to show to the world. So what, the next step is to actually process those uncomfortable emotions. Because if you can process the emotions of fear and doubt and worry and concern and guilt, if you can process that now, there's no reason why you wouldn't get outside your comfort zone because you're willing to feel everything. All right? You're willing to feel everything. Another way to describe this is you have a safe problem and your safe problem is protecting you from a wound. Ask yourself, why is it that I don't want to get outside my comfort zone? Right? As you know, if I fail, I'm going to feel like I'm not enough. I'm going to feel unworthy. That's an inner wound that you're avoiding. It's an inner wound that's an inner five-year-old that it would freak out if, you're if you go out there and fail and people will laugh at you or you to make a mistake, right? That's an inner wound that needs to be addressed. Now, what many people do is they will try to control their life and control their circumstances so they don't have to face this inner wound. But what if you give yourself the permission to not feel enough? What if you loved the side of you that could not feel enough? What if you loved the side of you that could fail? What if you loved the side of you that could go broke? What would happen? What would your life be like? 
You might grow f just fearlessly. You might be an example of how to get outside your comfort zone and how to, and how to contribute at new levels. So this is what process is all about. Recognizing that if I'm not succeeding at the level I want, it's because of an emotion I'm not willing to feel. And so I need to process that and do the inner healing. Right? Do we understand this at some level? Making sense? Other ways of asking this is what side of you are you avoiding? What side of you are you resisting? Um, is there a side of you that's disowned? Is there a side of you that you don't want to show to the world? The side of you that can be silly, the side of you that can be goofy, the side of you that can uh, crack jokes, the side of you that can whatever. What side of you do you not want to see to the world? Do you not want to show to the world? That's the side of you that needs to be loved. It's a side of you that's currently being avoided. So actually taking the time to feel this. We won't have time now. I've got many of the, uh, of those videos on YouTube or the, there's a video in the online course for you to go through. But once you do the inner healing, once you do the inner processing, the next uh, letter in the acronym of spirit is I, which is the initial positive intent. As you just found out, every single pattern has an initial positive intent. Every pattern is serving you at some level. That's important that we're recognizing that because it gets you out of resistance. We can't heal and overcome self-sabotage if we're in resistance with ourselves, if we're in resistance to our sabotaging patterns. But once you are able to recognize how it's serving you, how it's helping you feel safe, it's helping protect you, it's helping maybe preventing something from happening or providing you with something. You can truly have compassion, understanding for this pattern. Not that it needs to continue, but you can have compassion and a different relationship with this pattern. You can start observing it and say, oh, that's why it was to happen. Because I know if I stay here, I'm safe. If I know I'm here, I, I avoid failure. So why did this pattern form? How is it serving you? Is it protecting you, preventing something from happening? Is it providing you with something? Are there some side benefits? What are you really avoiding? Right? In terms of a safe problem. Is it helping you meet some needs of certainty or significance? I can guarantee some people hold on to problems to meet their need of significance. Have you ever had someone that said, where well, you're describing a problem and someone says, oh, you think that's bad? I, this happened to me. It's meeting the need of some significance, some value, some, um, some uniqueness, some importance. So why would they get rid of that problem if it's a need, if it's a, if it's a need for their own significance? Another thing you can ask yourself is what is the pattern here to teach you? If this pattern has been conditioned, been conditioned for a while, there are some deeper lessons there. How is overcoming this, this challenge, this pattern going to help you in some way learn, help you grow? I can guarantee you every single challenge is helping you expand at some level. Some are keeping you more safe, but overcoming that, Overcoming that problem, overcoming that challenge will help you grow at some level. And I'll remind you that the more you grow, the more you have to give. The more you grow, the more you have to give. So even in just asking these questions, can you start to notice a different relationship with the, with the pattern? a different relationship with the pattern. It might have a less harshness. It might have uh, less potency, but you can develop a softness with it. You can start to play with it a little bit. There's some flexibility there. Your relationship with it is starting to shift. So once you understand the initial positive intent of the pattern, the next letter in spirit is R. R is your reason. You have to know your reason. 
might spend a bit of time in this because this is important. <clears throat> but what's your true reason? What's your true reason of why you're willing to shift? Why are you willing to overcome this pattern? Why are you willing to move out of self-sabotage and into your power? What really matters most to you in life? This is what we call internal leverage. It's what's your why? What's your, what's this internal? If, if you have an internal, uh, internal reason why getting outside your comfort zone is more important than staying inside your comfort zone, you'll always move. You'll always move. If you, that's why it's important to recognize all of this stuff, because if you have more reason to stay inside your comfort zone than to get outside your comfort zone, you'll always stay in safety. Always. The brain will just always go there. But if you have more reason to get outside your comfort zone, if to get outside your comfort zone is more pleasurable and inside your comfort zone is more pain, you will always go outside your comfort zone. Can we recognize this? You will always move. You will always do what's in your highest good as long as you understand that there's more pleasure on that side, more pain on the side of comfort. Another way of asking yourself is what do you value more than your comfort? What do you value more than your safety? It might be your family, your kids. It might be a, a, a it might be you have just this inner drive to grow and to contribute. It might be this inner um, drive that you have to change this problem in the world or this organization or this charity or whatever it is. What's your reason why? What's your reason why? So why are you willing to choose love, growth, contribution, over safety and significance and notice what happens. What does your life look like when you make that change? What happens if you had to change and to create that shift? What does your life really look like? What's really possible from there? Who are you the example for? But also what happens if you continue self-sabotaging? What will your life be like? In six months, a year, three years, five years, 10 years, what will your life really look like if you continue to self-sabotage? These are all questions that build this leverage to give you enough strong reason why. And when changing and when shifting is a must for you, that's when it will happen. But as long as you're valuing safety or, or security or comfort over growth and contribution or deeper levels of love, then you'll always stay in safety. You'll always self-sabotage. Is this making sense? Everyone following? Cool. So once you understand your reason, once you have this internal leverage, once you're willing to take the leap, question is, what side of me is going to run the show? Because it can't be the safe side of me, the side of me that wants to stay secure. This is why I call it invite your resourcefulness. Invite your resourcefulness. There is different sides of you. I, like, I'll ask you, there is a side of us that doesn't want to jump in a river that we don't, that we don't know. Although we might have heard there's some electric eels in it. There's going to be a side of us that doesn't want to jump in the, in the river. But if there's a loved one, someone you love most on this planet is on the other side and they desperately need your help. Will there be a side of you that jumps in? Will there be a side of you that puts your safety aside and puts yourself on the line to go serve and help someone that matters most to you? That's because there are literally different sides of you. There are literally multiple personalities within you. The question is who's running the show most often? Who's making your business decisions? Who's making the decisions when it comes to your health or your relationships? Which is the side of you? Because if you just 
strolled through this river and said, I don't give a shit what's in there. I'm going to save this person that matters most to me. And then you're going through the river, you get to the other side, you help this loved one and you can feel this side of you running the show. And then all of a sudden this other challenge happens. You'll just be like, move, I'll take care of it. Right. There'll be this side of you that shows up and it's got nothing to do with the circumstance, everything to do with your internal resourcefulness. In that moment, you're being courageous. In that moment, you're willing to serve. In that moment, you're willing to be brave. In that moment, you're willing to value growth and service and love over safety. You'll have the determination to solve any challenge. So another way to ask this is, what resource do you need to grow at the level you, know you want to grow, to contribute at the level you want to contribute, to deepen the level of love you have with life, with yourself, with other people, do you need more courage, more creativity, playfulness, love, joy, passion, patience, determination, whatever else comes to mind? What resource do you need? And what side of you needs to run the show? What side of you needs to run the show, needs to, needs to show up in order for you to bring out that resource? So you, this is if if a if you if that side of you hasn't run the show most often, if you've mostly stuck to safety instead of courage, the safety may be overdeveloped, maybe overconditioned, and you'll need to reclaim the side of you that can be courageous. Another way of one thing that we do in the, in the online course that you have access to is to shift your aim. Aim is the acronym for your attention, your internal language and movement. They make up the factors of which side of you is running the show. Every single time a side of you is running the show, you have a particular pattern of your, your attention, where your attention is, where your focus is, what your internal language is, the sentences that are flowing through your mind and how you move and use your body how you move and use your body. If you shift those three things, you'll shift the side of you that runs the show, which means you'll bring out a, a, a new level of resourcefulness. And as you guys know, there are no real challenges. There are no real problems in your business, just a lack of resourcefulness. When you're, when you're stuck in a safe problem, you'll always have your focus towards resources. But the best resource is your resourcefulness, as Tony Robbins would say. It's you're being, you're being resourceful. That means being able to go in and tap into any resource that's needed and bring it to the stage. There is nothing you can't solve with the right level of love, of patience, of determination, of creativity, right? True passion. There's nothing you can't solve. Another way of describing this is the number one resource is human emotion because human emotion is resourceful. You went through that river because of human emotion. If you can go through that river, if you found yourself doing this, when I ask the question, you can solve any business challenge. Can you recognize that? In terms of getting out there, making a certain amount of money, building a community, getting a certain amount of reach, getting a certain amount of clientele. You can solve any problem with the right level of, with the right level of resourcefulness, with the right creativity or flow or love or patience, alignment. It's all in here. It's just a matter of shifting the patterns of bringing that out. So once you bring that out, the next step, actually take your leaps. This is where the rubber meets the road and this is where the pivot point happens. What, what pattern are you willing to strengthen? Are you gonna strengthen the pattern of safety or are you gonna strengthen the pattern of resourcefulness? Are you gonna strengthen the pattern of courage and love and, and vulnerability and openness 
It's made in your decisions. We can sit on this call and go through all the different exercises and go through all the different levels of shifts and, and understand things at different levels. Unless you're willing to do something different, things won't change. The patterns won't change unless you're willing to make the decisions. So with my clients, we call this taking your leap. It's whatever's most exciting, whatever's most passionate, whatever's most expansive to you and your heart's calling you towards it. You have to do it. You have to do it. It's, made, it's taking that leap. So whether it's taking the leap or scheduling it for a, a specific time, a specific date, and says, when that happens, I'm going to have this conversation. When that happens, I'm going live. When that, when that, when that day and time comes, I'm going to do that marketing thing. I'm going to show up to this. I'm going to sign up for this course. I'm going to do this sort of thing. Whatever, whatever feels expansive for you. And I'll remind you, you're taking the leap, not because of the result. It's not because of the result, it's because of who you get to become. It's because of who you get to become. It's not because of the money, it's not because of this. All those things are nice, all those things will happen as a byproduct of who you get to be in the world. How you show up, you get to be a different level of love, a different level of compassion, different level of contribution. You get to live it. You get to live it and be it. So ask yourself, what will your response be if you do fail? If no one signs up, if no one watches the video, if you're living from this place of spirit, if you're leading a heart centered life, what will your response be? If someone says, if you get on a sales call and, and the prospect says, no, are you going to send them just as much love as if they said, holy shit, yes, here's a million dollars. Are you going to send them just as much love? Are you willing to love the side of you that can go broke? So that if you do go broke, what are you going to feel? Are you going to feel just as loved, just as guided, just as gifted, just as grateful? Like what life are you willing to live? What, what are you willing to bring to the world? That's who you get to become. And when you're living that way, the results happen as a byproduct. Because you've taken your leap, you're following your guidance without any expectation or assumptions as to what the outcome should be. And you're just in this vibration of who you're meant to become. And when you're starting to live from the place, when you're living from the place of already achieved it, when you're the kind of person who's achieved the level of wealth or the level of impact, even if you haven't achieved it, but you're living from that place, your vibration attracts that. You just get high level ideas, insight. You get all these collaborations coming to you, people wanting to work with you because you're living at that vibration. You're living at the vibration of already achieved it. And you're making your decisions and actions from already achieved it. So therefore you're living in that reality. So does this acronym of spirit make sense? Where is it? These gives you all the steps to not only be aware, to not only create the shift, but also what to do after it. It's up to you to execute, right? Up to you to execute it. So some questions, are you willing to value deeper levels of love, deeper levels of growth, deeper levels of contribution above safety and above significance? If you do that and your decisions and actions come from that place, that's when your life transforms. That's when your life really transforms. So, who has some questions? Any questions come up? Feel free to raise your hand. Feel free to unmute. Was this helpful? Maybe some thumbs up. 
Great. I see you're writing plenty of notes. That's good. But I want you to just take a breath right now and take this in. Because the more you take this in, the more you think about this, the more it comes to your conscious awareness, the more insights you're going to have. So I'll give you space to breathe. I'll give you space to take all of this in and write some key questions for yourself. But think about what this means in terms of self-sabotaging patterns. Can you notice the different relationship with your patterns now? Can you notice the different relationship? Can you notice how to shift them? Can you notice the reasons why you're shifting them? It comes down to what are you willing to value? Are you willing to value staying in safety, staying in comfort, staying in familiarity? Or are you willing to live a life where you value love? Deeper levels of love, deeper levels of growth, deeper levels of contribution. Like I said, for everyone here, you're all in the serving circle, the, the Facebook group. So you get this, you get this course complimentary. So you can feel free to work through it, work through it, do the exercises, ask these key questions and start to notice the shifts within yourselves. Because once you do that, you'll be serving at a new level. And that's what we're all here for. We're all in business because we're wanting to serve, wanting to make a difference and, uh, and shifting our internal patterns, shifting the way we, we be in the world is how we do that, right? So last chance, anyone have any questions? I feel like it's pretty con comprehensive and pretty in depth. But if you have anything come up, feel free to shoot me a message. Um, I thank all of you for being here and hopefully this was helpful. And uh, it's always great, always great when you guys are able to, um, to benefit from this. So shoot me a message uh, from your biggest takeaways here and, uh, and your, biggest, uh, your biggest lessons learned. I'm always, um, always grateful for some feedback. So thank you for, so much for joining me. Hope you have an awesome rest of your week, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed the course. Um, this has been awesome. It's been an awesome couple of hours. So thanks so much for being here, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Business podcast. If you're a heart-centered business owner, you know that selling, marketing, and business strategy can bring up a lot of fear, doubt, and scarcity. And this is why I created the community on Facebook called The Serving Circle. It's in here where you get to grow your business as a byproduct of asking the question, how may I serve? It's on our weekly Zoom collaborative calls where you get to serve by meeting like-minded people and organizing collaborations, service exchanges, and partnerships so together we can heighten consciousness through business success. So just search The Serving Circle in your Facebook groups and you'll see that you're just one heartfelt collaboration away from reaching your biggest business goal. Take care now.